The Cypher Film Podcast. Welcome to the Cyphora Film Podcast. I am Andy Walker, and uh, I am here with my son uh, once again, Scott. No, not once again. Once again, Scott. No, my son Scott. Once again. Hello, Scott. <laughs> once again, Scott. Does that mean that, that sometimes I'm someone else? I don't know. How are you? Hot, achy a little bit. I'm okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's been one of them days, isn't it? Yeah. It's been a day of hours and minutes, some of which were a little bit more worse than others. Yes, that is a very, very true point. A very true thing. So, on the show tonight, today, this afternoon, this evening, this morning, yesterday, tomorrow, and next week, we have... Uh, two short films and a longer film featurette type thing. This I've got new glasses and they feel a bit twisty. It's really a bit odd. It's starting to feel like they don't fit me properly. They're kind of doing trying to do that. Anyway, so my glasses do that all the time. That's why I don't wear them that much. Enough of this. Old, you know, I can't do if I don't re, if I don't read them. I can't wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, a banana. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, the first thing we have is a short film. This is a short horror film from two thousand and twenty-two, called "Close Your Eyes," uh, by Locust Garden Films. Uh, written and directed by Andy Chen, who has done some other short horror films of the same sort of thing. Uh, the cast is uh, Vinnie Balbo, who apparently been in, he's been in some interesting music videos. Uh, David L. Bennett and Maddie Estrada. Yes, the synopsis for this says... A musician's quiet evening turns into a night of terror when his roommate starts sleepwalking. Yeah. Yeah. This is another one of those very well-used sort of ideas. Yeah. The, the kind of, you know, the knocking on the dooring sort of like weirdo slightly twisted slightly straighty but it does have a slight twist to it but it's it's yeah oh yeah. it's got it's got a good look that is an interesting use of the silence and um sound effects and music and that sort of thing the way that they interact with each other is really good 
Um, and the ending's okay, as yeah. jump scares go. But it's nothing new. It's not really anything. No, it's 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 weird. It's it's a very like you said the idea behind it, the whole um, like sort of stranger turning up or this the sort of um, the hearing of voices and the knocking and stuff like that. It's been used so many times before. It's is a different way it's been done, I suppose, but. I don't know, yeah, it's not not massively sort of unique. I'm no, I'm also getting a little bit bored with the whole kind of like the scary woman in the distance is this ordinary woman who's got her arms twisted at a funny angle and yeah. every time they move them it goes Yeah. It's just like it's been done so many times, it's kind of getting a bit boring now. Yeah, it's I will admit though, I'm quite surprised that it's on uh, YouTube. Yeah, because um, part of, I don't know, I don't know fully what the rules are with it, but there's obviously part of whether or not it's not they don't see it as what it is, but the nudity bit that's in it. Yeah, is, it's, not... it's a bit. It's very close to the mark. So I'm a bit surprised that it's on there. Bearing in mind what they're yeah, rules I think the, the thing is, it's quite the the editing and the quick changes of it kind yeah. of kind of it, it, it. Yeah, I don't know. But it's yeah, it's it's weird as well because when the credits come up as well, it's it's not just she's not described or she's not written on there as a woman or anything. It actually says the drowned lady and drowned lady. It, yeah. In the film, that's not said. It's, no. And I was it's, like, it's a bit weird. I was like, hang on a minute. Why? There was no mention to, of that. Why? Yeah. Nothing to indicate that she's drowned and why she's drowned or what the hell that's all about. I, don't, I know. Yeah. It's a little bit odd. I wonder whether there was more to the story and more to the idea and they just kind of edited it down. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's got a good look to it. You know, the cinematography is yeah. good and that sort of thing. Um, And it... You know, as I say, the, the the way the silence and the sound effects and that interact, whichever is good. Yeah. I just, I, I think I'm just getting a bit bored of a very similar sort of like things where the you know the 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 demon or whatever looks the same and they move the same and they. Yeah, it's it's you know. it's almost like I know I know the sort of the saying is obviously go with what works, but it's it's getting to the point now where. Yeah, like I said, it's getting boring. It's getting somebody, almost predict. Yeah, it's getting almost predictable with it. Somebody needs to come up with something a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's pity, but yeah, it's, it's all right. Talking of things a little bit different, uh, the second film is a science fiction film uh, from twenty twenty one called The Grid. Uh, this is actually described as being parkour fiction. Yeah. Um, it's it's made by Reverse Wear, which is a clothing brand. Mm. Um, and it's made by uh, Matteo Latruff. And it was originally made as a promotional film for the clothing brand. Um, it's a little bit long. 
yeah. I must admit. There's no real synopsis to it as such. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's kind of like about I you assume aliens taking over the the planet and and things like that. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I I agree with you. It got sort of about halfway through and I was like, and I looked to sort of how long was left. I was like, this is just, it's dragging a bit. And I sort of, it, it was making me sort of lose my concentration a bit. To sort of, yeah. it got to the point where, yeah, the first, the first bit of it was good. Like the whole, uh, explaining what was going on. There was, uh, the sort of seeing the action and the, the parkour bits of it and explaining why they were doing what they were. Yeah. But sort of after about sort of five, ten minutes and I'm like okay, it's it's obviously it makes a sense whereas now you said it's a promotional video, so they were trying to show what the clothing was like. Yeah. But it just after, it's sort of I sat there of like this is getting to the point now where it's just it's doing the same thing, just at different angles and it's it yeah. seemed to drag a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a pity because I think the the idea is interesting, even without the promotional thing. Yeah, the idea of it is quite an interesting thing. Um, and it's very well made. It looks got a good, great look. At, some of the locations are fantastic. Yeah. Where they are, I don't know, but they're just uh, you're like. You, oh, I looked it oh, up. Brilliant. I, I looked it up, and I think company filmed it where they're based, and they're actually based in France. Right. So I'm not too sure where. But I'm, I'm, and I'm guessing, but it looked like basically the fact that they're a French company. Yeah. Um, and the fact, like, with a lot of this says that they're based in France and all that. I'm guessing it's around there. But yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm not 100% sure. Some, of the, some, some of, the graphics, the, the yeah. graphics they had for the, the, I think there were a couple of bits where it was a bit obvious, but there was a lot of times, it was one of the part, one of the scenes where, uh, one of the guys gets surrounded by the soldiers and then the mech comes in. Yeah. I actually had to pause at one point because I'm sitting there looking at like trying to figure out if it was CGI or if they built it and actually made it and because it looks so realistic. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, the effects are really good. They're really well done. Um, and it, yeah, as I say, I think the locations are fantastic. And it, but it is, it's a bit overlong. It's, it's it's just too much of the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. But I've got to say, I kind of like it. And I'm yeah. not really sure why. I, I sort of agree. I like it because of the fact that it's, it's a different, it's a different idea. The fact that we've, we're saying we've watched a lot of sci-fi things and the fact is normally like, like we said before, it's all aliens or it's, um, technology or it's robots or it's stuff like that. But the fact that this is sort of a mix of all that as well, but it's also got the difference with the, the action in it with the parkour and the the the, the differentness to it, I yeah. think was what, what made it a reasonably good film. But like, like I've said, the, I think what made, for me, what led it down was the length of it. Yeah. It, it, if it had been half of the length, I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah. It is. It's it's too long, and and it just sort of like as you say, it repeats the same bits over and over again. It's just the same idea, just with a slightly different twist on it, or from where, yeah. which is a pity. But I I think it's worth a look. Um, I think that it'd be nice to see them do something else. I don't think they ever will because I think that this was a 
because it was a promotional thing for the clothing. Yeah. Uh, but I'd like to see if if that guy, uh, the, the Matteo Latrup, has, has done anything else, mm. you know, in, in the more sort of like normal filmmaking. Yeah. If, he's, if he has done with the, with the way that he's made this work with the cinematography and the sort of the lighting and location finding as well. Yeah. I would love to see if he does, if he has done anything else, what he could, what he could do with them. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Right. So on to our feature film, which for which we are going back in the annals of history and go back in time to 1958 uh, and a horror film called the screaming skull and uh, this was made by american international pictures um and uh, the director was alex nichol and this was actually his first film he done some t did some tv stuff in the 60s but this was the first film he ever made so you know and he did a film called Point of Terror in 1971. Uh, the writer was uh, John Newbull. Uh, and again, this was his first film. He did some more TV stuff in the 50s and 60s. Um, but that was it, really. Uh, the cast, uh, we've got John Hudson, who was a TV, did TV stuff in the 40s, 50s and 60s. Um, Peggy Weber, who did TV stuff in the 50s, 60s and 70s and was in a film called The Space Children, again in 1958. Uh, this confused me. Russ Conway. Uh, now, there was a British musician yeah. called Russ Conway in the 1950s. And I thought it was him, but it's not. <laughs> it's a completely different person. Um this Russ Conway did some TV stuff in the 50s and 60s. He was in Abbott and Costello Meet the Invisible Man in 1951, Flight to Mars in 1951, uh, The War of the Worlds in 1953, Abbott and Costello Go to Mars in 1953, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane in 1962, and The Space Watch Murders in 1975. Uh, then we have Tony Johnson, who did nothing else of any interest to us whatsoever. I mean, he did do other things, but nothing that was <laughs> sci-fi or horror. Uh, and we have Alex Nichol, uh, sorry, Alex Nichol, who uh, was, uh, who was what? He was the director. Yeah, no, he did some TV stuff in the 50s and 60s. He was in The Night God Screamed in 1971, The Clones in 1973, and I keep calling it Ape, but apparently it's, it's A- P-E, because there are dots in between the letters. Don't understand, but there you go. In 1976. OK. Uh, the synopsis for this says, a newly married couple arrives at the home of the husband's late wife, where the gardens have been maintained by a gardener faithful to the dead woman's memory. Soon, eerie events lead to the new wife to think that she is losing her mind. Mm. Da, 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 da. This film starts with a great thing, which is typical of the 1950s uh, horror films, which is a uh, a warning <laughs> that this film is so scary that it might actually kill you. 
you might yeah. actually die of fright watching it. Uh, in which case, the makers of the film <laughs> will pay for your funeral. <laughs> I love that sort of gimmick. It's brilliant. Yeah. Some of the things that they came up with in the 50s were fantastic. Uh, they, you know, it was a way to get people in to watch low budget films because of the fact that people thought, wow, how scary is this movie going to be? Yeah, to be honest, it's still used nowadays. People go, oh my yeah. god, this film's one of the scariest ones ever. Absolutely, you know, you're sort of watching, go, yeah. First thing I will say is that this is a very good quality print. The film itself is in is incredibly good quality film. Yeah. Um, especially for YouTube, because sometimes the YouTube ones are, are a little bit rough. Um, I don't know. What did you think? See, what do you want me to go first? Uh, I've ruined, I've ruined this a bit for myself. Why? Because what I normally do when we watch these ones, especially a lot of films that I haven't watched, is I go onto IMDb and read the synopsis off of that. Right problem is that i didn't do that this time because for some reason my brain went nah that won't do so i read the synopsis that's actually on google right which just tells exactly what's going to happen which is the fact that the husband that's played by i can't remember his name um is play, uh, that he takes his second wife to the yeah. home of his first wife and tricks her to make her make her go mad and that's what it says on Google. And so I sat there the whole way through. It's going, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But I don't know. Problem is for me is the fact that it's a very, there's parts of it that are very typical 50s, 60s films with the, yeah. the, the over dramatic, the sort of overreacting and over the sort of over dramatic screams. Yeah. Um, the very weird sound effects, like the sound effects they use for the peacock, just yeah, no, sure no, that's not yeah. what peacock sounds like. Yeah, no, I don't know. It's just, my the bit that made me uh, immediately a lot of this made me laugh, and I felt really bad for it yeah. because it's meant to be quite a serious film, and they're talking about sort of murder and death and stuff like that, and I sort of got giggled the whole way through it. But the bit, <laughs> the bit that sort of made me laugh more with. It's the the sort of ending where everything's going off and kicking off, and it's meant to be a serious thing and a chase and everything like that. Yeah. But the music, all yeah. I could think of was saying to myself, "This is just way too cheery for what's going on." <laughs> yeah, it's sort of almost like sort of what I would expect at a like sort of carnival or fairground. Yeah, it doesn't fit. No, no, I agree. I mean, I know what you're saying. I mean, I think some there's some very interesting camera work in this film. Some of the camera angles and the things that they it's very interesting, sometimes a bit odd. Um, some of the dialogue and some of the acting is a bit cheesy, and nowadays it seems a bit stilted and a bit naff. But I don't know, it's a, there's some interesting bits in it for me, which is um, there's one bit where she wakes up because the, the window's banging, so she goes and closes the window right yeah and then a bit later when he comes in she reopens the window to throw throw the skull out right he comes in 
and he doesn't shut the window, but it doesn't start banging again. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a bit weird. Um, yeah. But so much of the film, I thought, where is he? He's just yeah. kind of not around. Where the hell is he? What's he? Yeah, he, he says the first time. Well, he says the first time he goes out, he's going into town to uh, see some people, and then he's going to go and see someone else. But it's just sort of like the whole, pretty much. Like this is meant to be like one day, and this happened over a course of, obviously, from what I can gather, a few days. Yeah. But yeah, he just he just doesn't seem to be there at all. But I, I I should be back for dinner, and then he ends up with her going to bed on her own because he hasn't turned up, and then suddenly yeah. he's there again. And it's like, well, where the hell were you? You know, um, the bits as well where he's the different, the, the weird bits where he's, he's he walks off on certain bits, mm. and then the next scene is that next sort of clip where it's meant to be further down the path, he's then running, and then his bit where he goes around the corner and he's gone back to walking. Well, the, sort of... the thing that gets me about this film, this, most of the people in this film seem to spend an awful lot of their time walking around shouting other people's names yeah they don't do anything apart from shout for other people no, it's... <laughs> it's... Yeah, i don't know it's just the whole thing about it just it was just bizarre like i i had to laugh at certain bits because yeah but the main bit i laughed at and like sort of proper laughed at lad is uh she obviously she throws the swing the first time she throws the skull out the window yeah and then she hears the knocking on the door. Yeah. Goes downstairs and the skull's sitting on in on the poultry in front of her. Yeah. And she runs back and, and it rolls after her. Yeah. I was like, just what's the point of that? It's changed, isn't it? But the, the, the thing, I mean, one of the things that got me is it's just like, this, he... I mean, the first time that it shows that he's definitely behind all this is when they, they've got the, the fire. He sets fire to these things. And then she digs up the skull in the fire and he yeah. says there's nothing there. She faints quite oddly, but she faints. Yeah. He then takes the skull and he takes it over to the pond and he hides it underneath the edge of the pond. Then later on, when he goes back to search for the skull, and it's not there, he spends most of his time searching the wrong side of the pond, but he didn't hide the skull. Yeah. That's just... why you didn't find it, mate, because you hid <laughs> it in the other side. Um, but it's... Uh... It's it's some very there are some very and the guy the guy himself is a bit of a twat. His husband he's a bit of a twat. He's a nasty twat, but he is yeah. a, bit of a twat. Um, but there's strange things. There's it's like sort of um, there's a bit where the skull is on the stairs where it's him. Yeah, and you can see the wire when they pull it to move the skull. Pull with it. Oh yeah, there's, there's a few a few moments like that you can see it it's when he's outside and it comes flying towards him. But there's all those things like. You get this ghost, and the ghost effects are done quite well. But for some yes. reason, this ghost runs really oddly. When the ghost is running, you do look at it and go, "That's weird." <laughs> it's the, the bit that made me the, the bit I found so odd as well is when he's getting chased and he runs out into the garden. 
Yeah. Uh, he stops in the middle of the garden, turns back and sees this, I'm guessing is a sort of ghostly skull coming towards him. Yeah. And instead of carrying on running away, he runs towards it. Yeah. And then stops and then runs away. And I'm like, uh, part of me just went, did you forget which way to go? Yeah, uh, I don't mean. I, I mean, it's, there's a there's a kind of interesting end to it. it. It's kind of interesting the fact that you know that yeah. no no was like gets off at the end. My my problem with this film is it's not a great film, but it's not an awful film either. No, it's yeah. I'd, I'd say we've definitely seen ones that have been a lot worse. I mean, it is quite psychological rather than horrific. But, you know, you do get the thing at the end, which is the fact that obviously he's been haunted by this thing, or is he gone mad? You know, you don't know that. Yeah. I will I will tell you, and I would, I know I'll never be able to find out unless I do some massive amount of research. <laughs> spend days, probably weeks doing it. Can you possibly explain to me why the grave that they have for the first wife yep obviously has her face on the front of it yeah why does it look like that the face as part of its the cheek missing i don't know yeah there is it there it looks like it looks like some of the skin had fallen off yeah there, there there are a few marks on that face thing that don't look right no and i was like sitting somebody there like sort of scuffed it or something yeah it's, it's a bit weird that I must I don't know I don't use that as well it's a bit, it is a bit strange um I'll tell you one thing I did notice though for a film from the 50s one thing I did notice that I thought was very interesting was there were lots of times in the film where it was almost silent or mm. the music was really really subtle and it was really in the background and yeah. that's so unusual for these films because normally the, the the music is really kind of in your face yeah it's... and, and it, it, i think that's really interesting the fact that it's got that in it because it makes it stand out a bit from some of the a lot of the other films from around the same time yeah i will uh, say there is a there was a moment in this that i i've realized that I either watch a lot of horror films or a lot more horror films and I've become sort of um, numb to it or I have just, my sense of humour is just really, really worse than I thought it was. Mm. But the first bit when she, uh, obviously, when the cut, when the windows bang him, yeah. she goes into the room and shuts it then turns around and looks at the picture and screams. Yeah. My first my first reaction wasn't, oh, my, it's, there's obviously something she's seen. This is my first reaction was it's not that bad, not that bad of a painting. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Not quite sure why she screamed at the painting. Yeah. Really, but I, just, I, sort of, I looked at her and I was like, you must be a really harsh art critic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh I don't know, it's um there's some really good parts to this film. Mm. Uh, but there are also some bits that are a bit naff um, and, and unnecessary. Yeah. And uh, the thing I, the thing that got me about this is, it, and I think uh, American International Pictures are quite interesting because they came the closest to making films that were similar to kind of the 
uh, British horror films of the 50s and 60s and things like the Hammer stuff and that sort of thing. Yeah. They came the closest to that. And and this really does quite have a, have quite a, almost like a British sort of look to it, a feel to it, much yeah. more than an American sort of thing. Again, that use of like the subtleness of the sound rather than the sort of in your face, blah, 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 sort of yeah. stuff. Um, and and the build the way that the atmosphere is built up through through parts of this works really well, and I, I think that's why I like it because it's kind of it's a bit more British than most American films. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it, it it's not it's not one of the greats. It's not one of the great horror films. But for a you know for a nineteen fifties. B movie, um, it, it's pretty good. It's it's not a bad. It's not an awful film. It's it's not you know, it's not something that I would turn around and go, oh, I've got to watch that again. But yeah. if I was going somewhere and they said, oh, we've got a collection of B movies, we're showing and one of the screaming skull, I go, oh, okay, it's not a bad movie. You know, yeah. <laughs> you no, certainly so, agree. With I, I, I agree with you. It's not. It's not that bad <laughs> of a film. It's, it's I'm saying it's not the worst one I've seen. Yeah, not actually sort of in the top ten of the worst ones I've seen. Um, <laughs> oh no, I've... I don't know if if I went somewhere and they went, oh, we're gonna play these B movies, and that was one of them. I'd be like, oh, have you got anything else? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not it's not that bad. There are a lot worse nineteen fifties horror movies to watch than this. <laughs> Believe me. Um, but no, it, it's it's a matter of uh, matter of opinion and matter of choice, isn't it? I mean, you know, wouldn't wouldn't do for us all. We like the same things, would it, mate? No, it'd make life very boring. So <laughs> there you go. We got uh, close your eyes, which is okay, not a bad sort of thing. Looks okay, that sort of thing, but it's a bit. Yeah, I think it's getting to be a bit passe, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Grid, which is a great looking thing, but it's a bit long and a bit, you know, it's okay. Um, has a has a good look and it has interesting ideas, but you know. And the screaming skull, which uh for I think for a 1958 American horror B movie is not that bad. You personally don't particularly like it as much. No. So there you go. You you can uh, watch those and tell us what you think, and and tell us if you think that our opinion is wrong and, and why. And uh, you know, let us know that. Let us know what you think of uh, both the films and our opinions of the films, and things like that. Um, next week we have more of the same sort of thing. We've got two short films again, and uh, this time a feature film uh feature science fiction film uh coming more up to date this one's from 2011 although that's not necessarily indicate any indication of how good it's going to be yeah i was going to say i know there's <laughs> quite a lot of bad films <laughs> you see this is what i like what i like is the fact that we can't guarantee when we watch a film it doesn't matter if it comes from the 1950s 1960s or from 2010s or 2020s, there's no way we can possibly guarantee whether it's actually going to be any good or not. <laughs> yeah, there is that. There's 
So I know I know there's a lot of films that I don't know. There's a lot of films where people go, "This is amazing," and then there's a lot of people are watching them and going, "Earth are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> I think the thing about it is that that one of the things I would say is that over the years I have learned that whether they be independent films or whether they be big budget um, films made by massive studios, they still all have the capability to be bloody awful. So as long as they're not Starship Invasions, it'll be fine. Uh, Oh, until next time, thank you very much for watching and listening. Thank you, Scott, for joining in the thing that is this show that's okay i think i don't know what i'm talking about my eyes don't want to work my brain don't want to sing and my teeth don't want to chatter so uh on the whole and after that more likely in it we will be forevermore Thank you and uh, deepling marginalities in 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 the whole uh, restitution of uh, knots and strings and uh, on the whole and inside it and downwards and uh, from them on back more to the vortex of uh, yes. Thank you very much, and we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye. The Cyphora Film Podcast. Thank you.